I would love to go to like Dubai and Spain and all these yeah. other places, but the way Dubai, the world is you, now, Dubai, you just want to see what them. You just want to see what them princes be doing in them hoes. Not even, not even. <laughs> the way they talk, them them oil princes be violating Yo, girls over there. They like be they fly, violating. They yeah. fly out these IG girls and make them drink piss and. Bark and like they dogs, do and, and they I mean, but they the come back. With, it's crazy. They, yeah. they come back with bands. Like you get ten bands to go over there and just humiliate yourself for a week, but you come back and now you, the most popping chick in the hood. You still live in the projects, but you got three racks for nothing. Man, they probably get way more than that though, because like they Man, just I would hope they, so. they just throw money out there like it ain't nothing, dude. Like that, that like. Uh, whatever money that they get their shit from, like right. that's just like insane. It's it's impossible for me to even fathom because it's not even like uh, Elon Musk money yet either. It's, like, it's, it's to another extent. I saw this, um, I guess this Vice documentary where there's a part of the desert where they just throw like luxury cars that they don't want anymore. So you'll go over there and there's like Maybachs and Bugattis and Ferraris and they just done with them. So they just leave them in the desert and they're all, you know, caked over with sand, rusted over for the environment. Oh, absolutely. But what do they care? They're making money off oil and drilling and all kind of other stuff. They don't give a damn about no environment. Nah, I mean, at least for me, like I was thinking I was looking at a Rolls Royce and I actually like customized and I was like once. I get rich. That's what I'm buying. I'm buying two. I'm I'm buying the four door and I'm buying the two door. Just speaking of getting rich, though, I saw your story and you was like, oh, I, I don't know the exact words. You was like, all I do is wait. All I am is tired and looking. All at I do is be tired and look at hey, look at eight dollar plus homes. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it, yo, because you like it's like damn, all this working I'm doing, I'm tired, but I'm looking at some shit that's nice that I'm gonna shoot for one day. So dude, I we saw this 16 million dollar house. Ooh, where? Uh it's uh this place called Wellesley, Massachusetts, right? Mm. It got an indoor pool with jacuzzi and movie theater in the basement. Damn. And a gym. And the crazy part about it the pool is for 16 million. it has like uh, these doors mm-hmm. that slide up during the summertime. So you can have the pool with the doors open and the breeze coming in. Oh, and then during the winter, wow. they close. So you can still be, you can in be the indoors, pool, right? In the pool still. So pool 24 like 7, 365. With an outdoor pool. Yeah, I was like, I respect it. It was like, I've seen I think, something in Connecticut. It was, uh, I think it was like 12 million, but it had a, a movie theater, mm-hmm. um, damn, a gym, bowling alley. Oh, that, uh, is that 50 Cent's crib? Uh, it, uh, I don't know. It wasn't Connecticut. It might be. He got a bowling yeah. alley? Yeah, he got the bowling alley in his. Yeah, he was selling it. Makes sense. Makes sense. I hate bowling, though. I don't know why that shit's like 
such a big deal. I fucking hate bowling. It's it's cool if you're chasing bitches, but it ain't really like at the bowling alley though. I'd rather go to like the skating nah, ring. If, you, if, or, if like... you're going on a date, it is a cool little date. But like it's not just a date like a one-on-one. That's like a double, triple date, like you and your homie, and then the other you homie, a bunch of girls. girls. Yeah. And y'all just go together. You know what I'm but saying? And just have like a, a nice little couple's night or whatever. Is that a good first date though? Like a competition? Because then you go, and what if you're a good bowler? Now you're just obliterating these girls and making them feel bad for being <laughs> shitty bowlers. Like, are they going to still like you if you just... Or do you let them win, and then you let them get their confidence up? And, you know, girls love to talk shit about when they beat a dude at something. Yeah, I mean, it's, see, it's, it depends. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky, it's a tricky, it's a slippery slope on that. I always I always go for the mini golf. If it's if there's a mini golf course, we did that. that we did that. That's that's the perfect, that's the perfect like I rock with day, mini I golf. Think. I rock like, with especially mini if you got like a nice big park that got like, you know, at least you know a 10, couple of courses, couple yeah. Courses on there. And mm-hmm. even like, and the thing is that like, you ain't even gotta treat it seriously. Cause there's some people that go in there and be like, I'm gonna hit this shit. I'm like, yo, fuck what the like, <laughs> be cheating, okay, Tiger Woods, like you know, I mean, we just out here trying to have fun and shit. You know right. what I'm saying? So I think that makes the huge difference. I think mini golf is like, I think it's top tier. Like, it oh, has, absolutely. Like, if you want to play it's games, underrated. like you underrated. could do like um, Dave and Buster's too, mm-hmm. and I think that would be a little good arcades one too. and little walk arcade shit. See, people don't understand. On our first date, you gotta talk. You gotta. You have to be in conversation so i don't do the whole movie thing because i'm not talking to you we're just sitting in a spot looking at a screen we're not talking so mini golf works because even while you're doing the activity you could still be talking cracking jokes building some rapport like i i, I feel like that's what the first date gotta be about i think the movie date um it really depends, cause you know that used to be like the old school shit, right? Like it'd be like movie. dinner in a movie, mm-hmm. right? It's and, a but classic, that, but I don't know. Man. It transitioned really into like the perfect date night, especially if you're like you know family with kids. It's like, all right, look, we're gonna have a reservation, and then we're gonna have the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it's set times, right? But I think the reason why uh, I don't feel like it should be used as a first date is because what if you're at dinner and you're having a wonderful conversation and then you miss your movie then the shit's gotta over rush it. out yeah you know what i'm saying and you can't I think be on like, a time set basis because you want no. just unless you two are punctual flow. as hell you know what i'm saying and if you do the movie first then you're golden if you try to do the movie after you kind of get into murky waters and then at that point i think that those type of those type of dates, like dinner in the movie with the movie being first, you should, you can only do those in the summertime when the sun doesn't go down till eight. Because then you can find a nice little spot that has a nice little outdoor, outdoor, like, yeah, have eating, some drinks, have some drinks, nice little breeze, a little music playing in the air somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like some shit. It really like is. That. It really is a science to date, man. You, mm-hmm. you, people really got to master that. And then once you nah, find the right person. to get straight to fucking. <laughs> that's part of it too i mean you want to build up enough rapport that maybe at the end of this night you could get lucky you know but it's nah, so I tricky was, it's so i tricky. was listening to the academics at Brittany rayner uh interview and like i understand what she said at this point i still th- i still think she's a piece of shit but like i, I <laughs> like she was like you know like a lot of times like people 
mainly dudes want to have sex on the first date because it's like, I don't know if I'm going to see you after this, depending yeah. on my lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. I got to know if this physical is there, because if this is there and it's worth it, okay, then I can invest it. I'm like, I think it's ass backwards, but I yeah, also understand that's it cheap, too. Because that's a cheap people, justification like to if just people say, I don't sit know. There, exactly. Like, if, at the same time too, let's say like the girl ghosts you, I, I smash. We're done. <laughs> that's it. That's you know it. What I mean, that's it. Like if she goes you because like, oh, he didn't have this yet, but he smashed. So what's the point? Like, it doesn't matter anymore. There's, There's no, no desire past that. If I don't even like you and then we get to that physical thing straight off rip, I still may not like you. So where do we go from here now that we've done the physical part? There's no communication. There's no connection. So that's just it. Now it's just. And that's the key thing. I don't fucking like you. (laughs) (laughs) It goes a long way. When you like somebody, they may not be your type or what you're used to. But if you like them, you would start to find things about them that you can enjoy or that make you want to stick around or, you know, just something that you can hang on to 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 build a foundation off of. But because that's beautiful that you said that, because like if you like them. You will find all the things that's good mm-hmm. good about them. Mm-hmm. And all the things that's bad about them, you'll assess them and be like, okay, is this a red flag? Or is just is something or is that's it just, just the way they are? Right. That's, that's part of their personality. Just something that I don't like. That you and that you'll grow to, to to like and love because you can't really tell why they people do certain things and how it's ingrained in them because you have to be around them a long time. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah, man. Like, yeah, nah, nah, is, people it, just want to be fucking dude. Like, it goes the other way too. When you don't like somebody, every fucking thing they do, if you don't will fuck, make it's like you, you piss as fuck. <laughs> your blood is boiling. Like, why she fucking chew like that? Like, why she walk like that? Why she gotta hold her f- spoon like that? Ah, oh, it's just. That anger will and like, build up. You over start time. eyeing all the other options in the restaurant and everything. Right. And you're just like, like, why are you even here? And then like the thing is, oh, you gotta and I don't there comes like a thing where it's like, do you leave and be like, fuck this, or do you just finish off the date? I think a lot of people have a lot of, a lot of anxiety trying to yeah. figure that out. Cause you can like if you haven't, if you want a date and you already can tell that the energy's not there. Mm-hmm. Do you leave or do you continue? Oh, that's a tricky. I mean, it, it would have to de- depend on the reason why. But I've never bailed on a date before, so I can't say I would leave. I would, I would just let my energy be felt. Like you fucking annoy me. Like <laughs> I'm gonna sit here and eat with you, but you fucking annoying. Like why are you so dumb? Like what you you just you stink. Like I would make my energy felt. I don't. I'm not just gonna bail out on you. Like I don't know. Nah, but. I've been on. I've been on a couple of days where like I've never bailed out. And but the thing is though, I don't think I've ever had a bad date anyway. So like it just didn't shit just didn't work out. Like back then when I look at it, I was like, oh these bitches, fuck these hoes, <laughs> oh, wasting my time and my money. But like when you really think about it, it's just like you know what? Maybe something changed. 
maybe I did something that, you know, they just wasn't mature to discuss with me. I just be like, right. hey, because, you know, if they told me, I'd be like, oh, my bad. That's not how. If you give somebody a chance to, like, explain themselves, a lot of things that you think is happening is not really a thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's on them bitches, not me. You know what I mean? I'm happy now. You know what I mean? I got me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. The savage I mean, some good speech. ass pussy, some fat, a fat ass, some good pussy. Nigga, I'm good now, bro. Like, man, you ain't got to worry about dating no more, Mr. Family Guy. Black Peter, dude, Griffin, Black Peter Griffin over here. I'm glad, dude, because this shit is disgusting. It's scary out here. It's scary, but, you know, it is what it is. I Hate It Here podcast, episode nine. It's your boy, Russ. It's your boy, Kev. And we are back for another episode and another just straight up treacherous week. Man, I I don't feel like it's a lot of stories, but the stories in themselves are so deep and just so much to flush out. We're on two different sides of the spectrum. Okay. Um, We got some good shit. And we got some not some good shit. Some just a quote unquote demonic shit, as uh, some people on the internet is putting it. Um, you know, let's start with the not so good shit because I don't want to end on that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Wait, this let's shit's do, wild. Oh, let's keep the up tradition. Yeah, yeah, keep up the tradition. Do a cool hypothetical. Got all these questions, so we'll just uh, you know cut the cake with that. Pick a number. I'll let you know if we did it before. I feel like we're like a couple, a couple of questions. Did we do 11 before? I don't think so. So let's see. Question 11 says, ooh, this is a good one. What cartoon world do you wish you could live in for a week? So what cartoon world do you want to live in? to be a character in that world and speaking of i got this whole nicktoons tea on right now once we get the visual popping got reptar from rugrats nigel thornberry <laughs> uh hey arnold rocco's modern life uh, real monsters well, no, these are the classics too 90s i don't care i don't care what any generation says 1990 to like 1999, maybe 2001, mm-hmm. is the goat tier cartoons. I don't want to hear it. It's just quality. From nobody. Pure when you quality go from like Nickelo- uh, Nickelodeon. Bro said Nickelodeon. Wow. Like, it was for real niggas, bro. Like, when you go from, like, Nickelodeon and then you have, like, Hey Arnold, Rugrats, Cat Dog, Angry oh, Beavers, Ren and Stimpy, Five Real Monsters, Are You Afraid of the Dark? All of these different things, right? And then Facts. you go to Cartoon Network, you got Dexter's Laboratory. Um, oh, my God. Johnny Ed, Bravo. Ed and Eddie. Johnny Bravo. Uh, Cow and Chicken. Cow and Chicken, like... You know what I'm saying? Like just, just I, across the board. 
like Across the just those two quality. channels alone. And then you think about it too. Then you got to think about when uh, Fox used to do the afternoon cartoons from like uh, two to five. And then like they did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They did Beetleborgs. They did uh, mm-hmm. Power Rangers. X-Men. Then, uh, X-Men uh, and Spider-Man. And right. um, then they used to have uh, the Iron Man cartoon show, which was fired, uh, Incredible Hulk, Fantastic Across the Four. board. Across <laughs> the board. And then WB had, like, you know, all the anim- a- Animaniacs, mm-hmm. all this, like, it, just the Pokemon, Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, from two to five. <laughs> every you ain't know what day. to watch. Everything was a banger. And these two channels were going on at the same time. And we didn't have no DVR to go sit there and go. You just had to decide. You, 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 you had to be there. Like, if you missed it, you missed it. That's why, like, I enjoy, like, you know, having, like, all the things we have now. Because now I can go back and go watch everything in sequence now. And right. be like, yo, this is like, listen, I ain't going to lie. I went, I watch Power Rangers sometimes, bro. I went to go mm-hmm. watch. Um, the original like, or which one? Because they got, like, 20 renditions of Power Rangers right now. Like, So I like... Um, is it Mighty Morphin ZL? Mm, that was the OG. Mighty Morphin ZL Turbo Space. I like the first four and Galaxy. So I like the first Damn. five, right? Um, but I went to go watch Mighty Morphin because they had those, like, I think it was four, five, or six episodes where, you know, Tommy the Green Ranger came through and whatever. Classic. He was fucking niggas up. He was blowing on his... It was funny. His sword was a flute. Like, we never really put that together as kids. And it sounded like a trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yo, what type of dope-ass nigga do you have to be, dog? We was all with it, bro. And, like, everyone else had, like, dinosaurs. He's the only one with a dragon, too. It's like, Mm -hmm. yo, this is ill. Um, but like, man. what cartoon world would I live in for a week? Shit, man. I'm glad uh, we said cartoon because, like, if we had to put anime in there too, that's yeah. Crazy. I'm gonna say off rip just because the 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 cast was like super cool to me. Hey Arnold, like, hey Arnold. it was so many different people, like Stinky and and Helga and. Ernie and Gerald like it was just like a gang of kids like it felt like childhood like you would just have all the neighborhood kids who would just be outside doing hood rat shit with our friends and you know and you some just of the stories hang out. were like like the stories range from like super fucking ridiculous funny <laughs> to sometimes like super serious and stuff right in ways and things like they would hit you with something like I remember the one episode where like uh I don't know if this is his name mm-hmm but I think his name was like Mr. Han or something, right? Mr. I thought it was Mr. Wen, the Asian god. I the know what Asian you're talking guy, about. Right? And like, it was like a Christmas episode and he was looking for his daughter. Yeah. Yo. my eyes out, bro. That that story was just so hard. Deep, right? Hard. Oh my God, dude. Like, it, sometimes they would hit you with that stuff. Arnold, the whole the whole series was like his him missing his parents. Like he had to yeah. live with his, mm-hmm. it, it got real. And then there was a kid... Uh, stoop kid, the stoop kid, stoop yep. kid, afraid to leave a stoop. Like that's real. Like and like you deal with like real consequences too. When like Helga fuck with her sister with something, and she's like, I lied. And her sister's like, So you let me sit here crying like a bitch for all these days? Word, you lie, like just terrorizing like, her. 
Like, Hey Arnold was definitely at shit. That's it was a, it was a full on like scope of kids dealing with issues in their neighborhood, jealous kids, the rich kids, the stuck up kids, the poor, dirty kids living mm-hmm. in the broke part of town. Like I, I felt, I, I felt like I could have been, did, did, did Gerald have a brother in that or, or yes, a sister? He did. He, I think he had a younger sister. Okay, um, I feel like I'll be like Gerald's cousin or son. Oh, you know what cartoons I forgot? We had Doug, Batman the Animated Series, Doug, Superman oh. the Animated Series, Justice League. All of those was on WB. Your Batman Beyond. WB. Oh, I think the one I would choose. Oh, Gerald had an older brother, Jamie Johansson. That's an ill-ass name. They were all AJ. the Johansons. Yeah. And Tim Timberly was his little sister. <laughs> Just fire, bro. Just fire. We had black representation more back then than and it wasn't even because you had it was no, Carmichael and Rugrats too. Facts, facts. Um I, wait a minute. Is there really representation? Oh. No, we do. We got we we have some now. Uh there's a show Craig of the Creek which is like a black mm-hmm. kid and he runs around the neighborhood sort of in the same vein, but I, I feel like some it was just a lot now. more, a lot more healthier back then than like what we expected it to be now. Cause now like mm-hmm. every fucking like, Oh, they had the proud family. Oh, facts. facts. That shit, that shit was True complete that. fire. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit was pure fire. Like, was it Kelly uh, y'all? And I think that was on Disney. So I wasn't yeah. really a Disney watcher that much. I didn't. I like the shows and movies of Disney, not much the cartoons. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I used to watch um, Lizzie McGuire. I used good. to watch Even Stevens. Yeah. I used to I watch Phil of the Future. Yeah, I, I like the shows, not so much the cartoons. And the I, Disney I would... movies was fire. You Phantom see, of the I... Megaplex, Halloween Town. You see, that's the thing. I like the cartoon Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, yeah. care for like the other ones. I, I don't know. For me, cartoons was just everything in my life. It, it like, was it was it, it was, was a major like, part. I had Hercules on tape. I had Beauty and the Beast on tape. I had Sleeping mm. Beauty on tape. I had Little Mermaid on tape. The VHS. <laughs> I mean? I had, the thick VHS the thick where you got to like rewind them. Dude, when Bugs Life came out in the theaters, I had that shit on bootleg. I had the Rugrats movie on bootleg. <laughs> like... Like it, it was lit, bro. Like I was out here just. My dad come home. He's like, I got something for you. I was like, what? Oh man, I pay to my dad. Even though, you like, remember? Oh man, because he used to buy me all the bootlegs, dude. He didn't care. All the, <laughs> I had the Rugrats movie. Everybody was like, yo, and it, you know, for back then it was pretty clear. It's like, how did you get this? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody come over your crib to watch it. We're not yeah. gonna talk about in a Rugrats movie how Tommy tried to kill his little brother though. Hey, they was beefing for real though. <laughs> he, he, we almost had baby on baby murder, like in a in a cartoon. The he was that angry. <laughs> <laughs> he was that angry at having a little brother. He almost he almost tried to kill him, and then he finally got his conscience. It was like, ah, you cool. I'm gonna pour, let you. Live. He was about to pour banana pudding on this homeboy, son. <laughs> Banana baby food. I was like, was, yo, that's some savage shit to this be is, This is getting dark for, for a child. I don't know. Um, a lot of stuff I watched back as an adult. Like, hold on. We was kids watching this? Yeah, though. And and I, I think, you know, 
our parents never really watched it with us. But like now that we're older, we can watch it with our kids and we can mm-hmm. still be entertained by like the more adult jokes that's in yeah, there. Yeah, it's the like kids a thin still line. Watch their like, like Rocco's Modern Life, mad shit. Ren and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy. Shit. I didn't, I, I didn't, my mom didn't even let me watch Ren and Stimpy past a certain point because like they started showing breast and like he was trying to have sex with grown women i'm like yo this is a cartoon or is yeah, this on nickelodeon bro <laughs> it's like, just animated even... porn like hold you can't on. even find those episodes anymore because they had to change they had Damn. they had to change it and even the newer version they were like nah chill we can't even do this <laughs> they had to repackage it for adults and they, like they was like yeah nah it's saying it. it's, it, it. that should have been like the simpsons i don't know how they let that shit go beavis and um, whitehead was the same way too they was the horny teenagers trying to hook up with chicks and it started to get kind of like more adult than it was for kids. Like I but... remember when SpongeBob first came out, I was like in fucking middle school. That shit was fire. Yeah. So if I had to choose, dude, I don't know. I choose like Batman anime series, bro. I want to be Robin. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I want to be Robin and Batman anime really? series. Hell yeah. I want to just fucking cat niggas Look back i forget what the bat that was when he was the cover was like him standing on the building and like the yep. moon was behind mm-hmm. him that's uh. the definitive so people say like in all of like uh like mm. like film oh, yeah. and cartoon that is the definitive batman, batman. yeah like he is the one you know I what i'm saying he is the one and they I had Nightwing like, in this too at one point, right? So uh, I think it was 2000 something. They had switched from animated series to the new Batman animated series. It was still the same voice actors, still the same writers and stuff, but they just had to repackage it because they had stopped the first one because of Justice League. And then they brought it back after Justice League. Um, so then Nightwing was in the second one because Nightwing uh Robin became Nightwing. There was a new Robin, and they had Batgirl in it. And it was like, you know, it was like a whole bunch of new villains and stuff like that in there, too. So, like, I definitely would choose Batman because I just want to be Robin, bro. Mm-hmm. Just chilling in that fucking, uh, that Rolls Royce looking ass Batmobile dog. Why body? Niggas. <laughs> just that all the villains, too. Two Face, Riddler, Penguin, Joker. Mr. Doc- was it Mr. Freeze or Dr. Freeze? I'm going to say Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Poison yeah, Ivy. Catwoman. Like, and it was a dark cartoon, dog. Right. And that, and I give him credit because uh, Superman, the animated uh, Adventures of Superman. Not a big fan of Superman. I ain't going to lie. I may not like the whole series, but there were some episodes that were like top tier. Like when really? he faces apocalypse and stuff like that. Like, yo, they, I used to be stressed. <laughs> you come, I come home, I'm stressed. I'm like, yo, he just got his ass tore up. What's Very gonna true. happen? Because it's Superman. You never seen him get beat by you like never anybody. Expect him, yeah, to be. But hurt. like the fact that like apocalypse used to was tearing his ass up, bro. I was like, yeah, that that shit. My fun. only thing is, it, it, it ruined the. Because, like, with Batman, Bruce Wayne would put on a whole suit, cover his face. You could distinctly tell the difference between Batman and Bruce Wayne. With Superman, all he did was take his glasses off. That's all he did. And no, and no one ever, like, 
put two and two together. All right, you're gonna take your glasses off. Like I'm supposed to see a different person. I don't, I just didn't get that. Like he didn't put anything on his face. He never, you know, he never. I think the thing is, it though, just didn't connect with me. If you, when you really think about it, um, I think you can see it more now when it's like live action rather than like when it's like animated. Because like when live action, when you watch somebody Superman, like Henry Cavill, right? When he plays mm-hmm. him, you can tell that his demeanor changes from like Superman to Clark Kent. But does your attitude still, make you but he's look still different? a bulk dude? It's right. the way you carry yourself because you can turn it off. Like because like it's like when you when you lose that confidence to act like a dweeb, like your shoulders are different. You know what I'm saying? True, like you're true. walking your, different. Your posture you're different. Your posture is different. So All like right. when people see those like body languages, it makes you look like a different person rather than oh now I'm Superman. My chest is up. You standing up tall. My chin's up here. Your like, chest oh, is I'll out. Fuck you up any day of the week type <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I get um, it. It's I, different, I but you get to see much. that more. With live action rather than animated because it's like you know you got to keep them drawn the same like right right that's um, dope no nah, so, but definitely yeah. batman animated series batman so. for you i would go hey arnold i just want to be a kid in the hood you know live my real life in a cartoon maybe but. even batman beyond because that's just fire that was dope <laughs> they had this scene where uh he went to the club and they still use that gift today of like how everyone was dancing and in the, the club yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah now every single every single time i think about that that show that's that's the scene that comes up because that's just fire and then, oh here's the cool fact about it right i believe they drew all of the batman animated series and batman beyond on black paper really so that made it have a different look than they did when they if they draw everything else on on, on white, white paper. paper right because when they draw on white they have to outline everything in black to make it like solid figures because when you look at it like all of the shadows and stuff they just they work like they just it's seamless so like a lot now, of now you're right it, it, it everything is like colorized and like Like less, the edges less. are sharper. Like everything is mad dope. Like it's 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 it's, it's dope as fuck. Let me pause for a second. Let's pause this for a second. I think something is going on. One second. Nah, nigga, I be in the back. You ain't going to see me out there doing no shit. At all. But all right, let's get into the into the chaos. What do you want to start with? We got good news and we got bad news, man. Man, let's just start with this. Let's, so I think we have like two topics tonight that is going to need very, very long-winded discussions. Um. Yeah, I mean... I guess if you haven't heard by now, Astro World, the festival down in Texas, pure chaos, man, pure chaos in the highest degree. Like, 
kids like, going to a show and so far 50,000 people in the crowd outdoors at a festival so far they're saying eight confirmed deaths mm-hmm. uh, 100 and pl- 150 plus people injured and it it just it just turned into a shit show all around so what's what is what's happening is now everyone is pointing fingers and it sucks when something like this happens, but someone has to be held responsible. Like, especially when there is a loss of life. Like if you just get hurt or you just get injured, you know, that's one thing, but people's kids are not living anymore because of this situation, you know? So like somebody has to be held accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no other way around it. So What's happening now through all the aftermath is everyone's trying to point fingers. You know, some people are pointing at Travis. Some people are trying to blame the security at the venue. Some people are trying to blame, you know, just the the whole organization of it. But it, it, it's just bad. Um, so for people who don't know, um how concerts and festivals are like planned. Like when an artist decides to put their name in a festival, right? They do uh, They do get like briefings about logistics and stuff, right? As they but should. They, but they are not the ones that's actually making- Managing, yeah. The plans for certain things. Like there are people uh, who will deal with like, you know, so I think, so from what I remember from everything that I learned in school is like the artists themselves, like, yeah, they'll be in charge of like naming the festival. Mm-hmm. They will be in charge of trying to figure out like how to make the stage. They'll be in charge of like, you know, who, like they'll go to the other artist friends, but like, hey, can our man, my manager hit your manager up, see if you can come through and and, and then the managers will work out like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, they'll work, they'll pick the different types of merch you know what I mean? Or somebody picks the merch, but at the end of the day, they get to pick it. Um, As they would with 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 any regular show. It's like a yeah. just a regular concert, but on a bigger scale. So they deal with their merch. They deal mm-hmm. with the stage show, the yep. set list, who's going to be the guest and yep. things that are going to draw in the the crowd, you know. But mm-hmm. past that, there are there are people who who do this for a living. So Facts. there are people who do security for a living. Facts. There are people who have to be licensed for crowd control. I remember there was one Absolutely. year I volunteered to work at uh, Anime Boston and I had to do a training for like crowd control. So like, you know, because like you had to be certified to be able to like, you know, gain control of a crowd in a crisis to direct them the way that that they need to be and like you know like there's certain levels of it where like sometimes it'd be like 500 people you able to do it for exactly and then there'd be like thousands and then so there's tens of thousands certifications for certain levels right you know what i'm saying um it's like when you go to a restaurant and you see like on a wall they say uh capacity is 200 people that means that for the amount of staff this can hold you can only have this many guests because past this amount it's going to become you know like riot territory if it does go bad or a stampede or there's not enough exits 
to mm-hmm. to handle the capacity of that many people and the fire the, marshal gets involved exactly like, there's exactly. a whole bunch of people who are liter- whose job is literally to be there to ensure that it's not overcrowded it's not overpacked they have to have an evacuation plan, not only for the artists, but for the people who's right. actually attending attending in the stands. And they have to like have plans for all types of things, fires, uh, uh, fighting. Like what's they have more, all these plans like already written out. And what's happening more now too is, I mean, I guess, cause this is America, uh, they have, uh, contingencies for mass shootings now if someone yes. comes in and starts shooting they have a plan of we'll move people to these areas that we can corner off and secure but uh, what's what's baffling i guess is for this there was there was like seemingly none of that you know like if you go on reddit you can see like even during it travis didn't go on until like 9 9 30 even at like two o'clock People were jumping the fences and pushing past security. People with no ticket, with no... That means all those people were not going through security checks. They were not being patted down for any weapons or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So now you have a portion of people that was safe and secure to come through. And you have a portion that was completely not. Like, not only did they not buy a ticket, but they aren't safely secure to be there. So, like, why would you not have enough staff to ensure that nobody could hop the fence because i think there were some videos of people rushing past security they just bum rushed yeah they just bum rushed. people were falling just even to get in so the minute something like that happened you gotta bulk up you have to no matter what the cost you gotta bulk up and that happened early in the day and he didn't go on and you know a lot of these tragedies didn't occur until four or five hours later so even at that point there was no adjustment or coordination so it just it just all it was just it was all bad man it was all bad so like i said at, at 9 30 travis went on and every not to mention that they say that the event was oversold you know there was it was only supposed to be a capacity of fifty thousand, but I, I, you know, some articles are saying they sold up to 80,000 tickets and not to mention the people that jumped fences and got in without buying tickets. So that's some wild shit. Listen, and that's the thing I don't. And I think, you know, that is because Travis is such a uh, he's a megastar. He's a megastar, bro. Like he's a megastar because he brings he's got a McDonald's out. deal. Yeah, like Mega I went, star. like he came to Boston two years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. And like, I went to go see the show, bro. And I ain't gonna lie to you, Chaos. it was not, it, it, n- not even. I don't really? know if it's because Boston is like, Boston has this thing, right? We're inside the venue, like, yeah, we, yeah, it's just gonna get real, right? We wanna have some fun. We go outside the venue, we just chilling. We might mm-hmm. still be off the high, whatever, but like, his show was insane. Everyone stayed in their seats. <laughs> wow. Nobody was rushing to go from all the because I I got a club I got club seats right so I was in the box like mm-hmm. like you know how you have the room it has a door and then like right, you know, right. only like you eight kind of seats sectioned in off there. yeah yeah so like I'm above like in there just in the box watching it because I was like I don't want to be around these motherfuckers because mm-hmm. like yo people they mosh pit but they were mosh right. pitting there but the thing is though. 
when you're looking at them do it like they were doing it safely you know what i'm saying and like um i know like a couple of things came out where they were saying people was like stop the show stop the show and then he was like who said stop the show you know what you came here to do and like i feel like people have been misconstruing that right it's a lot of taking things out of context now looking back at what happened they take those moments out of context out of context there was a scene where he was like on this big platform in the sky and he was looking down and he was like pointing out things and they're trying to say that he was pointing at people who were passed out and dying but we don't know that for sure. You know, we just, he could be pointing at people who were hyped and Jay-Z does that all the time just to make people feel like they're connect, they're connecting with him at that moment. So, and, and that's the thing too, because like, you know, with my background, I also understand that when that artist is on stage, unless it's happening right in front of him, he won't know. Right. He's a sea of people. Sometimes you will see certain things happening. And you will be able to call it out. That's cool. But like to actually sit here and be like, oh, he saw people dying and he just let it go. I think that's a stretch. It's I don't like, think dude, anyone who watched someone lose their life and just was like, all right, and next song. I, I don't think that's the case. And I'm not I'm not caping for Travis either, but I don't think in that cause, moment cause, yo, cause that that's what it was. He has a history. And, and, and this is something that has to be discussed. Right. Because like, even though like, yes, he may not have had true knowledge, but at the same time, too, you have fostered this type of behavior this as environment. Shows. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you already was, you know, indicted for certain shit before. Right. You had two court cases. Inciting you, riots. You were on probation before. Like, you know, and like your whole stick is like you raging. are the rager. You know moshing. what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're moshing. But like you have a responsibility to like even before the show be like, yo, it's gonna be way more people than Bulk I've ever security. had at a show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like less, even though we are gonna like get hype or whatever, because he makes mm-hmm. listen, I'ma still listen to Travis Scott music because that shit just goes. It, right? I'm a huge fan. That's why this hurts, bro. Like it hurts because I don't. His this show? is going to be a hard hit for him to take and deal with. Like, people lost their lives. Multiple people lost their lives. They're saying the youngest life was a 10-year-old who had his ribs and stuff crushed. Like, how does an artist get past that, you know? But And the sad part I, is, I, like, I don't know, man. I went to see Travis Scott. I think, like, besides, I saw Kanye once in my life, too. Like, those two nice. concerts are definitely my top two concerts of all time. Nice. Uh, well, that those two in the Jameson concert, because I fuck with Jameson <laughs> heavy. But like, but those two were both at TD Garden. And like, you know how the crowds get when it's like an arena and shit. But, mm-hmm. but like when people are sitting here like saying like, you know, I'm like, we were hype, but like it wasn't to this extent. And I think... Uh, this is going to make people think about festivals, which maybe not so because they have one in Chicago. Was it Lollapalooza? And like when you look outside at the crowd, it was nuts. But nothing like this happened. Right. It's this has just a, been a buildup for him per se because, like you said, he had a history of 
things like this happening. Like there was a there was a show that he had where he told the fans like he had jumped the barriers, jumped the gates. Like yeah. So he 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 encourages this activity, and this is part of his. I guess his 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 spick as an artist, you know, but it, it, this was it's a, coming uh, back to bite him in the ass. That's what I'm like, saying. It was a big buildup, and this is the worst kind of eruption of the buildup after having this, multiple lives lost, like not just one or two people. Like, you know, this is almost like a mass casualty kind of an of, of an event right now, and yeah. someone's gonna be blamed for this. Someone and, someone needs to take responsibility. And the sad part is, like, we can't blame him all of it. It's also on Live Nation. You should have had way more boots on the ground. The venue. You should have had way more security on this. The beginning of the day. You should have never oversold the whole event in the first place. You know, that's that cash grab. When you got a megastar and you know people will pay, it's kind of hard not to give people what they want you know but they also have a history too of having injuries at their shows that's the other thing too so it's not just travis having a history of like you know getting his crowds to a certain point where they do certain stupid shit but it's also live nation also having failures and and, you know and make sure people were safe in so many different situations and it, it, it just goes to show, like, you know, for that dollar, like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say Travis did it for the money because from how this is for me personally, how I experience his concerts and how I experience his music. He's just making hype music just to make a connection, mm-hmm. you know, with his fans. And I appreciate that. But at the same time, too, like you have to take care of be responsible with your shit. You know what uh, I'm saying? Because, yo, like when he said, I got them no, uh, uh, nodes, uh, I got them diving out the nosebleeds on that right. one song that I really like, Sicko Mode, I think that was. Right. I'm I like, got that takes a skydiving off the nosebleeds. nosebleeds. I'm like, there was actually a There dude, was a show that that, that happened. A kid and he paralyzed jumped, himself. And he sued. So it's like, not it's to like, laugh, why? It's but like, you like, should have never done it in the first. And here's the thing. It's multiple levels of fault. Travis, you should have never told him that he that he ain't gonna do it, and the other kids should have never done it. You know what I'm saying? And now he's gonna sue him, and it's just like you decided you started the process by doing it in the first place. Right. He's dealing with a very impressionable. I mean, luckily we're older and we could still connect with the music without living through it. Yeah, Yeah. like kind of how we said last week, where artists go into street shit and they talk about street shit like we can listen to it and understand the context without living through it or committing Mm -hmm. that action but when you have impressionable youth who hear their artists say jump the gate jump the barrier we letting the wild ones in we're gonna have a bigger because you you're giving them a chance to have a bigger moment with you than they would have ever had right right and and because it's only going to happen right now they are nine times they're gonna take that chance to take that chance yeah, so a kid did jump off the nosebleeds and he got paralyzed and he sued. I'm not sure whatever happened to that case, but now there's so many lawsuits coming up that it, it, this is this is going to be a bigger failure than it was to to bring in money, you know? So even though you oversold tickets, now you had to cancel the second day of the festival because you canceled you can't, the second you, day. Yeah. Um, 
He's paying for all of the therapy, whoever needs it. Whoever he's refunding all of the tickets, and he's right. paying for the funeral. Now, now I will not, say this, and not only that, they I saw a video where they rushed the merch table and just looted everything. So now you don't even get that little income that you were getting, at, and that was like, before he even went on stage. It's all destroyed now, just because you wanted to do a little extra, and then the partner of live nation and your stigma it, it just ruined it all man ruined and it all. like with him like refunding all of the tickets and like paying for the therapy and like people are still say- saying it's not enough and here's the thing i can fully understand that there's a pain that there are families that feel right now Facts. that cannot be erased by any dollar amount. Imagine but seeing in, your son being giving mouth-to-mouth CPR at a concert while other kids just danced and jumped around. Like that's what's on Reddit. Like if you scroll through the Reddit of his of of personal firsthand accounts, you see like they had kids on stretchers, but then kids were jumping on top of the ambulance and emergency car. So they couldn't even get out of the crowd to get this kid help. It was just it was nah, people dude, saying it was like, the it was a festival from hell, and I can see how they were, you know, in just pure dude, chaos at the time. I went to Afropunk one year, and I hate that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, it, like, and you go a couple I, times? Not one time. Just one time? one time? Yeah, one time. It was with my ex because she was mm-hmm. like, "We should go to Afropunk." I'm like, "What the fuck, fucking bitch." This is- <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? The things we do for women, man. Like, dude, obviously, yeah, I got some pussy out of it, but, like, it it doesn't matter anyway. The same pussy you would have got at home if you would have just took it a fucking Red Lobster. Fam, and that's the thing, too, because it's like, yo, like, I am an indoors person. I'm not going outside for shit. Like, I like concerts a lot when Mm -hmm. I can choose who I want to go see because I can stay in the seat. You know what I mean? Like, I remember there's a couple concerts. Yeah, I was in the crowd and it wasn't bad, though. You know what I'm saying? Because mostly I've seen a lot of, like, you know, kind of R&B-ish people. Like, I saw a Black in concert. Uh, I saw this artist called R-Mum-R. I don't know how to... Oh, R-M-R. It's it's Rumor. Rumor. No, no, no. There's another dude. There's another dude. There's another dude. I'm going to send you. It's like R.L.U.M.R. Like, I don't know what his name is. Oh, I never heard um, of that. I saw. Sonny. He was a ski mask? No. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a black person. dude, but he doesn't. Nah, but like, I saw like Sun in in, 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 in concert. Saw Schoolboy Q. I've seen nice. Kanye. I've seen, I've I've seen, seen Travis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've seen a, a couple of shows. Um, when you enjoy music, a live show is like the closest you're gonna come to some of these people in connection. So that's that's like Jameson. a big part. You're right. Jameson's my favorite. Like I saw three of my favorite artists of all time. Like, and I'm that's just sitting dope. here. I'm like, it's amazing. But I seen them in concert. I saw Tyler the Creator at uh, at, at Afro Punk, which was dope. Mm-hmm. I saw Thundercat at Afro Punk for like three minutes, but it was so packed you can't even get to the place. It's and I, that's my issue with festivals because it's like it's so uncomfortable to be surrounded by so many people mm-hmm. and be able to have to walk through all these people and shit to see a people. Speaking of, and this is this is why this 
this story like really kind of hits home for me. Like in 2019, mm-hmm. I, I went to the Roots picnic in Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know what the name of the location is called, but it was literally just a big park on a hill. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of acts was, uh, you know, just just anyone, you know, a lot of a lot of artists were there. I don't want to go down the whole roster, but at one point, I was at the top of the hill, and the main stage was at the bottom of the hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was actually seeing the Joe Budden podcast. The, it was the top of the hill was like for podcasts and like little mm-hmm. interviews, and the bottom of the hill was the main stage where where you know people would gather and see the big acts. So mm-hmm. I'm on the top of the hill. And I'm going down the hill because they say, oh, 21 Savage is coming up next. I'm like, okay, I'll go see 21. I'll be cool. You know, when they announced 21 Savage was going to be on stage, so many people congested at the bottom of that hill. You couldn't, from the top of the hill, you couldn't see the ground. It just looked like, like you ever see a bunch of ants on a, like, like, you don't even, it just looks like waves. You don't even see where the solid ground was. And what happened was, and you can Google this, there was a, people pressed up against the stage so much that part of the stage buckled and one of like the pipes just like like snapped. Mm-hmm. And when people heard that huge snap, that that huge pow of like the, of the pipe snapping, people thought it was a gunshot. People thought it was something dangerous going on. So they just started mm-hmm. running. And like I'm, I'm on top of the hill, bro. I, I, I've never. I, I feel like I got a little PTSD from this. I'm not gonna lie. Like watching, like ten thousand people run in a direction is fucking scary. It's so scary, bro. Like I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it. Like, yeah, that's it, that's it, why it, I hate festivals. Like me, I don't like being crowded. I it, I don't it, like tight spaces. I don't like being surrounded by a lot of people. It's and, just like, festivals hit all of the fears. That, all like, of make that. Me feel, yeah, all of I that. Feel and like I was with my girl at the time, and I, 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 I it's hard to even talk about again. But like just to see that many people running. And like, later on, I seen this girl and her whole arm was like shredded, bro. Like she fell and she was like crawling because people were stepping on the back of her head. And like, it was a mess. It was a mess. And man, like I'm trying not to get choked up, but it's so scary. Like that many people in a contained space is not it's, it's just not humanly safe, bro. It's not humanly safe. And no. after hearing this story and how hearing people like literally lose their life, I, f- I just felt like so thankful because I was going down there to see I would have been in that. Yeah, I would have been in that. And luckily, no one lost their life. But that yeah, is people... that will traumatize you. And I think it's not only on. Travis, because it is his it is his festival, it's on Live Nation, but it's also on the other attendees. It's like you it's really people, right? You really were so selfish for your moment to enjoy something that you couldn't help somebody else when they were in need. Imagine <sighs> if everyone had just stopped and was right. like, yo, we are all gonna stop. Not let's one, just all let's calm just, down let's for just a get second. people get people like you know calm let's get people who need help out of here then we can continue the show it was you know a mass it was mass hysteria like 
mob mentality. No one cared about nothing or anything. And it showed because people lost their life. And even as they were trying to, they had to crowd surf bodies out of the crowd because they couldn't get the emergency little golf, golf car into yeah. them to, to like, to, to get to them. So they, there's a video, fuck, this is all bad, man. I don't know why I watched all these videos, but there was a video. Yeah, I can't them. watch a single one. I'm they not, body this 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 girl's body was limp and they just literally crowd surfed her body and like dropped her out of the crowd like her neck was all twisted up her legs looked like a police sketch and it's just like man there was no humanity there that night bro and it's just beyond sad and somebody's gonna pay and at this point i don't think i'll i'll ever go to a festival again like no, it's gonna, it's gonna all. I've be... always wanted to go to Coachella, but I'm like, I'm not. I think if there was one one festival, that would be the one. But even now, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like, it's I don't even want to go to concerts because, like, rap. you get like, like, uh, you get like mad shit. Like, this mad concerts in Florida that I think it was shooting at and the shit like that. That too. It's like, that too. And it's, and it's, 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 the worst part is rap shows. I know. I know. I know. I said that I, I was having this conversation is like, I don't know if I'll ever see another rap show again. Like, luckily now I don't listen to as much rap. Like, yeah, it doesn't what matter I would to do me now. Much. Right. I'm not I don't I don't have that. Missing like if out Kendrick feeling. go on tour, I'm going to go. If Kanye oh, go on tour again and he come to Boston, I'm going to go. But like, other than that, though, like I like, I'm listen, I to... missed two concerts already this year that I wanted to go to. Emotional Oranges came in October mm-hmm. and so did Jameson. And I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. But Those Snow Allegra is coming in March. I'm in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen now is it's just going to be R&B and it's going to be small venues, bro. Yes. Small venues to where if something for any reason does happen, I can grab whoever I'm with and we can make and it to the door. Out. Yeah. Like, yeah. like want, you're going to have to consider all of that now. now. I want right. venues with seats now. I don't want venues Facts. with the open space. Standing room like, only. Nah, I'm not doing you that. You're getting no. pushed and, and mm-hmm. people blowing smoke on the back of your neck the whole night. Like, Yeah. Nope. I need something with seats. You On sit top. your ass down. You <laughs> right. can get up when they start the music. You know what right. I'm saying? When your song like, come on, you get up and do your two-step in your seat. Yeah, and you sit and your ass, sit down. ass down. <laughs> that's what's, like, that's what it's going to be for me, man. Because I, I don't ever want to feel like that again. I don't ever want to feel like my life is on the line just because I wanted to enjoy something you know, Dude. with 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 people, bro. Like, and and that's the thing, because like even with like stadium shows, because like I said, I went to TD, right? Um, and there's a lot of smaller venues that I went to. Like, I went to Brighton uh, Music Hall uh, out over here. I went to the Sinclair. I went to Middle East upstairs and downstairs. And, like, the few rap shows I've been through, like, they've been cool. But, like, when you go to TD and you're trying to leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, too. That, too. Parking lot, it's chaos. Bro, just chaos going down the... Going down the stairs in the arena with all these people, my head would just be fucking throbbing, dude. Because I'm just like, yo, there's so many people here. But like when I'm at a smaller venue, you can just chill and wait. You could be in and out. You could be in and out. You just sit in your seat for an extra five minutes. It's like minutes. leaving a restaurant. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like leaving a it's restaurant. A lot and of it. I think those shows are better. Now, those tickets are going to be more expensive because here's the thing less people can be in there. 
but it's a more intimate experience. Mm -hmm. Like I saw at 070 Shake last year and at Brighton Music Hall and like uh, it was an open space, but like probably only like, I don't know, maybe three, five hundred, six hundred, maybe even a thousand people in there or less or way less. But it was a beautiful thing. Same thing when I seen Jameson at the same venue. When I seen Son uh, like all those years ago, I think it was at the Sinclair and that show was fire. Uh, I seen um, Travis Scott was at TD, but he commands TD. Kanye commands TD. I saw right. Celine These are Dion too. You know? She commands you saw TD. Celine Dion. Oh yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm really gonna be off the rap shows because not only are, are just Yo, rap I'm already shows, afraid of niggas shooting. Right, and not only are they just dangerous off rip, it's just the the shows be lazy sometimes like rappers i hate when they rap over the mp3 of their song yeah. so it's just like we're all just here to listen to the song with you you're not performing you know so yeah. you know it's a lot and you know my heart goes out to anybody and everybody that 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 was there or know anybody there because i didn't deal with anything of that magnitude but just knowing how i felt in that moment when i didn't know what was going on and chaos was going on around me bro uh, it's 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 just it'll fuck with these kids for a long time man and and the one thing i'm going to say is like as a professional in my field for those who work in like the live sound if they kill festivals this is like a whole lot of people is going to lose their jobs Facts. so like this this one event here like the magnitude of what happened here is going to change everything Right. Because it's the same thing like when Ariana Grande had that concert and the dude started shooting in the concert. Like yeah. that changed a whole lot of stuff about how they do security. concerts and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So like, but this this right here, the Mac, the, the impact is going to hit so many different sectors all at once that yeah. like I truly believe that any festival is going to be, first of all, scaled down tremendously. Absolutely. And they're just going to start moving them to indoor arenas. I mean, that's what they should have done in a, in a while because... like uh, a, They, they should have had it like a Summer Jam uh, uh, format. Summer Jam is a horrible uh, example because Summer Jam every year, there's always fighting, sexual assault, like New York niggas just don't know how to act, but I understand what you're saying. It should be like a comic con to where it's like an indoor area. This section of the area is for merch and, you know, you could take pictures with the artists. This side is for, you know, a smaller stage. Mm -hmm. I think complex con just did this. Like they, they get a warehouse Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, the parking lot will be for, you know, games and pictures and stuff, whatever you want to do. But it's still a contained because area. You can keep people moving and right. they won't be in one area. At right. once. Like they can just move right. around. Right. And like even if you're going to have artists perform, only certain people is going to sit there gonna and watch wanna... every single artist. Exactly. Like, they're going to move around to go do exactly. different things and whatnot. And as long as you get the schedule right, you're perfectly fine. Like, you can, you I, can I truly have a flow of people. They're going to start moving some of these festivals indoors, which would be cool because then, like, you can't have people brushing the gates, these, jumping the then, fences. But then, 
you get better security, obviously, but mm-hmm. then COVID, how is that going to like, so, is it only going to be for vaccinated people? Vaccinated, or are you going yeah. to need to show a test? Like, like the fact that we had a whole astral world thing and like people it's, was it's chest just, to chest, you know, there was COVID was COVID was thriving there. Like, I don't even want to make a joke about it, but being that many people compacted in the area and some people were not vaccinated or tested and no mass, you know, some people left there with COVID. Like, and what's also worse about this is that there was only one stage. Yeah. There was only one if stage. So if stages, you want to see an act. That was annoying at Afropunk. But if you have multiple stages. You can split the crowd. At least not and- have all of them over there. And then you don't put all of the big acts on the one stage. There's three of them there. So everyone's kind of a little bit spread out. Maybe you won't put two or three of megastars at the same time. At least not back to back. it around. Exactly. You know what I mean? And just let people move around and work. Like, I, dog, this whole shit with them. This is, this, this is going to change something in the industry, I'm sure. It's like after 9-11, how they changed how TSA and all of that. This, this is, is going to be that. shit ton of shit. This is gonna be that, man. But let's move on. Let's let's let's. I mean, uh, needless to so say, we, I, I hate it here, and I I feel for anybody who was there. So we're gonna keep it this week. We don't really have a lot of news because these are the two biggest things this week, and it, they all at least in our both, world, and they both uh, are good, you know, good music. So Kanye West finally went on Drink Champs last week. Everybody make some noise. Mer, 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 mer. And like wait, he I'm was like, yo, gonna... can you not hit that air horn? I don't I don't really like that. Stop hitting the and air horn. But yeah. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. Like for a while I was having my little issues with Kanye. Oh, we all were. I but mean, after like, after slavery was a choice, it was kind of hard to that shit was wild. That's some wild shit to say. But but this is what I realized now, like Kanye needs a long form to speak. Like he's not a soundbite person. He's not no. a just answer this and move on person. He needs you can't to expect 15 minutes with him and expect you to understand. Yeah, him. he needs to get he starts with like a, a like a weird, obscure idea. And then he like flushes it all the way through. And then you get to the point you're like, OK, I understand that part. Like where you started was crazy, but I understand that part. Like, cause, cause, like he'll, he, cause he does that to grab your attention at first, right? And then, then he starts giving you all of the pieces that you need to see the full picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like the fact that he did drink champs and not like I know he did Joe Rogan. I didn't watch that interview. I didn't. Get uh, this like, one I, felt more of the culture. Like this was a rapper talking to another rapper about mm-hmm. all the facets of their superstardom right now, where they're at, where they, they see have themselves. A good relationship too. So like Facts. he was able to ask him anything that he kind of wanted. And, and like did. shout out to Nori because I don't he the asked drink champs a good, a good DJ EFN. EFN, like he asked good questions and then EFN did an amazing job, you know, like when when Kanye was having issues trying to articulate a few things, he picked up right on it. Yeah. And he he kept it going for him. Like when 
uh, they would like bust out laughing, and then he'd be <laughs> right. like, "Where were we?" And then like EFN, would EFN come out, knew what here. was going on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Trying and to keep him on track because he's because they understood like once Kanye goes, like he's, he's just oh, he's go. gone. Yeah, he's gone. And again, I give uh, EFN credit too. Is Nori like there's a lot of hype and excitement with Nori? He'll ask a question, there'll be jokes and laugh. But EFN is like, I feel like he wants to get the real answer out of you sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of interviews where it's like, okay, what do you mean by that? Or like, you know, you're saying this, but could it yeah. not be this? Like, I, you know, they're a great team. They're a great team. No, nah, they're a great team. Shout out to, to those guys because this, I think this was by far my favorite uh, <laughs> one. Like, until they get Hove on there. <laughs> like I think the the only people who could kind of like Hope like, was on Clubhouse this week too. Yeah, he's been doing about. some shit because of that movie that came out. Harder they fall. That's that's yeah. a whole nother topic, but that movie is fire. Um, I gotta watch it. I, that movie if they is get fire. if they get Hove, they get Kendrick. I mean, you got yeah, you can't only go but up. They'll get Drake at some point, I'm sure. Like I think Yay Hove, will open the door for Kendrick, this major talk. Drake, Cole. I, think the, I don't really care to hear from him because he's just going to be on that boring ass shit that he be doing. You just want just some be... savage shit. You just want somebody to come in there and be like, this motherfucker is this and that motherfucker nah, is that. I, I want somebody that's going to give me a compelling thing to listen to because he's always, because he's mad relaxed. He's mad chill. He's mad to himself. Yeah. He doesn't really like doing interviews. I don't know what he's going to say different in the Drink Champs interview that he hasn't said already. True. I feel like I feel like um, you can get a lot more out of Kendrick because we don't hear from him at all. Right. Same thing with Drake. I think we can get way more with Nori asking them the the questions, and especially mm. with Hove. Like I think we can get a shit ton of things because like you, he already had Beanie Siegel on there. You had Kanye on there. You had Petey Crack on there. You had Memphis Bleak on there. You had all of these dudes who was part of your whole dynasty and all these right. years past to have the main dude on. And you had Dame, I think, at one point or multiple right, times. Right. So if you have Hove on there now, fam, oh, yeah, you yo, we about to get some shit. It's big. Cause it's they, big. Because they, they both During the, the Kanye same... interview, uh, was it Biggs that was there? Yeah, Biggs was there. Biggs yep. was the, he was right there, and that's Hove's right hand man. So yeah. you could put the word in right there. So Cause, it's, it's cause, about to cause, happen. And it's crazy because Nori has a relationship with Hove. Like Nori was almost technically signed to the rock or whatever. To the rock, yeah. Um, I know Nori is from Queens, but like they all they like they all were in the same vicinity as like regular niggas <laughs> you know to see all of them now come up and be this community of rappers it's like they have not only like a personal relationship from back then but then also a working relationship and stuff and i think that's what makes this so much crazier you know what i mean because i do like um Million dollars worth of game with, with game. Gilly, yeah, uh, with Gilly the them King two dudes and, um, entertaining and Wallow the entertaining. You know, I love them dudes too, but they don't have the same type of relationship with some of these people that I mm. feel like Nori does. You know, what I'm saying I, he does it. He's done an amazing job, dude. It's been incredible. It's he been had incredible. Diddy on there. He had Fifty on there. <laughs> like, like it's it's been incredible. That's another. I mean, they he talk about to get Joe. Banks. He need to get Yayo on there. Banks don't hear. 
to even come out the house, bro. Like, yo, but it, yo, Fenori, I think he do it though. People they talk both, about they Queens niggas, bro. Queens niggas will bring the Queens niggas up. I feel like I, I, I'll respect it if you do. I mean, again, it's after having Kanye, it, the only way to go is up. You know, like anybody yeah. is gonna want to be on this platform now because they have major, major eyes. But what I was gonna say was, damn, I just lost it. Um, it's. The, and I don't, I don't know. I just lost. It. I was gonna say something, but it'll come back to me. But let's get to some of these points because you went the fuck in on these notes, bro. My guy Kev got thirty-seven points about this interview. That shit. We already an hour in. Let's start knocking some of these out. Get to this shit. So where you gonna start? All right. So let's see. So it was wild to me that the CEO of Balenciaga used to work for Kanye. Like, that's wild to me. Like, how many, like, yo, you know how dope it is to be, like, the dude who's running shit at this major fashion major. house right. used to work for me, nigga. He been <laughs> in the fashion, Kanye been in the fashion for a long time. Kanye used to intern at Louis Vuitton. Like, he was getting niggas coffee at a major fashion, a luxury fashion brand. So when you got connections, Again, the only way you can go is up. So, and but Louis didn't want to give him the job, they gave it to Virgil. That's wild. I, and who was Virgil working for? Kanye. Kanye. Like, you I see know. that shit? <laughs> because I think I, he might have touched on it is because they knew that I don't want to disrespect Virgil anyway, but they knew that they can control Virgil. Like, yeah, he was a much safer person than Kanye because for these reasons, Kanye is. Kanye, Kanye's off the wall. Kanye is left and yes. right and up and down. And because when you got it. these major established brands, you got to work within their parameters so it yep. can stick with the brand and be marketable and be presentable and how they know. But Kanye is Kanye is just Kanye. No, because he said it, too, because he was like the, the, like the school system prepares you to be pulled over by the police for no reason. I think it's OK. The system prepares you for somebody to get a job over you that you think you deserve. They hire a merger over you. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, yo, he was going in and, like, because he even said it. He was like, yeah, I was jealous. He's like, yo, you know how long I wanted to work at Louis Vuitton? Crazy. You know what I'm saying? He was a and Louis like, Vuitton Don. Don. That's literally in his name. Yikes. Um, and then I think he also gave, uh, I think it was Skins or I think it's Skims for Kim. Yeah, for Kim, that was like her one brand. of like one of the create the, the creative director used to work for him too. So there's like a lot of people like who have major uh, positions at major companies. Because they of came him. from right under Kanye, bro. Yeah. Like how do you go to Balenciaga and you get free Balenciaga underwear for a whole week just by going in there? With how does he pick you up and then he drive with you to the store? How how is it that everybody looks at Balenciaga they and they're like yo they don't like any other pieces except what you and Kim wear like that's nuts to me bro that's He's nuts that, to me he is a mega influencer across the board like in production in um, in music production and fashion production in in visual production and mm. stage presence so anyone in any of those fields is looking at him like we need what you got bro we need you to either come over here and bless us with something or get, send us some of your people that you are trusting to do what you do so that they could do what you do over here what we do 
And that's what he said too. He's like, yo, they made so many A's. ASAP <laughs> Rockies, they say dressing better than him. They got mad niggas dressing better than him. And he even said it. He's like, yo, Talib, when they ask you if they want to be Talib Kwali or they want to be Yay, who do you think they're going to pick? Yeah. They're going to pick Yay. And I was, was just like, shooting yo, a lot of shots too. Like, dog, hold up. Let's get into that real quick because Nori like, asked great questions, bro. Big this Sean. Was the- <laughs> or push your teeth. And then Kanye perked up. He's like, oh, this is the one I'm waiting for right here. And right. he's like, yo, he got the tombstone. He's like, oh, my tombstone is going to read. Um, I deserve to be here because I shine Big Sean. Now, Yikes. let me just be fucking clear. I like some of the f- finally famous mixtapes. But I always felt like he was nothing more nothing he wasn't anything more than a punchline rapper right it, it was just bubblegum it was he just... had he had his little moments there don't get me wrong he do but his punchlines and stuff were smooth and that's his biggest strength and that's what he leaned upon but after a certain point i was like yo if i could rap better than you i don't really want to listen to you that much and coming, like, coming from that class and caliber that he was in he was definitely lacking the most like as to where jay-z had j cole kanye had big sean we can see where that trajectory went cole went through the moon like through the moon like even even i don't know who wale oh ross had wale And even wale went through the moon like his projects are revered in in his space and what he does. Ross did the same thing with Meek Mill too. Uh, And then when you look at at Dre, uh, Dre did it with M. Then he Mm -hmm. did, then then they did it with 50. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like this, like when you are that guy, you always looking to find the next person who you can prototype and probably make them, give them the, the attributes that you didn't use for yourself, but have it in them and make, let them take those at like Jay had Kanye. Right. Memphis Bleak should have been the next dude to blow up after him, but they were too, uh, they were too similar too too much mm-hmm. of the same shit, but Kanye like that grew up. So like when you look at big Sean, like it's like, he didn't have the same creative edge that like a J Cole would have like a Kendrick would have he said he was still good but like Kanye was like when you make your first single it got to be something that you want to hear you want to sing over and you want to come with ass 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 every time they see you they're gonna be like ass 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 it's like bro that's the realest shit that's the realest shit I feel like Big Sean is like a lesser version of Nelly like as to where Nelly was oh, hood man. and Why are you saying? listen, listen, because like Nelly was hood and he made, you know, you know, street music. But it was like, I, I don't know what to call it, like watered down or like white people could digest it. And it I was don't know like, if it was watered down. I don't I would fuck say, with you. Like, who, I, I, would, I would ass? say that Nelly had bangers. It was like party just, rap. It, it was just still melodic. I think Nelly helped pave the way for people like Drake too, because he re, he relied on a lot of melodies. And I think people forget That's about a Nelly take. a lot. Cause That's like, a like take. Nelly, like when you think about EI, 
Uh, what do you think about uh, 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 if you want to come and take a ride, take with, a me, ride like, with me? Like, like hi, like, yeah, like all of these things. Like, there's these melodies that he's using in these songs. Like, he paved the way for somebody like Drake to do what he no, did. No, that's facts. same thing with Ja Rule too. Like, they paved the way. Sperta. His voice sucks, <laughs> but yo, I want to hear him on these tracks he was that he a made. Singing Cookie Monster. Yeah, but like there's Melly. I think Nelly, you should people should give Nelly way more credit for like because I mean, they like, just did Nelly, at the Nelly, Nelly walked so that Drake could run. Yeah, if no, it wasn't right. for if it wasn't for Nelly and Kanye, like Drake would not be like be able to have find a formula that worked. You're right. I mean, that's why they gave him that lifetime achievement at the recent BET Awards. Oh, they did? They gave it to him? And Nelly? he did like a whole melody of his songs. It was it was hype. Like, that was a great time in hip hop. But the I Kelly only... Rowland song that he had. Right. Dilemma. Oh, it was bangers. Dilemma. Oh, he man. had bangers. That shit was a shake your tail fellow with Diddy and Murphy oh, Lee. Oh, bangers. Air I only Force say that. Ones, listen, oh, my God. Day, Grills. Grills, bro. The only Grills sneakers have... I buy is Air Force Ones. <laughs> That's the only sneakers I buy now. I don't want nothing else in my closet but Air Force he Ones. Had, he had niggas buying the same Air Force Ones over and over I and have two over. pairs of whites sitting in my closet. He right should have got stock in Nike after that, honestly. He should have. Honestly. Like, like, even when it comes to, like, branding, like, he was, like, one, like, it was, like, it was, it was, uh, uh who else has shoes besides... M Pimp Juice and Us, right? Or who Ooh. sold Mills like M Pimp Juice and Pimp Us? Juice and us. Like, that's You're what right. that's what Hove said. And when we think about it, like uh, Hove had like his own sneaker with Reebok, but mm-hmm. nobody fucking care about S dots. G Units had the G Units. Nobody care about those. But yo, Air Force Ones flew right off the fucking shelf. Banger. Wasn't Banger. even their own shoe. That shit just flew right off the shelves. Do till this day. Grills, like, bro. He had everybody wanting the grills. Baby tomorrow. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and grills too. Grills like, was a was a phenomenon. They, like Nelly is is the shit. Like I don't even want to compare Big Sean. I'm just saying, as it was like it's like party rap. It's like easily digestible, not superly lyrical. Like not nothing nah, but that's then gonna he tried to talk himself as some type of lyrical giant i never did man. i remember I he i remember did. he like he tried to tell Ludacris that like yo i this is my flow i created lucas like who the fuck what flow <laughs> but um it was a couple of years ago right and it was like you would say something like the punchline oh 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 yes yes i know because Nicki like minaj was doing boom. it too yes yeah. um so like big sean was trying to because Ludacris was like you know this is my shit and i remember I lie, that's Ludacris shit right it was like and then, and then big i go sean hard like, nah. pause something 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 on all yeah. four like something like that i i, I remember what you're saying and then, yeah. like big sean was like nah i created this shit and Ludacris was like Ludacris actually made it this song he actually played a clip <laughs> for when he was like a teenager doing oh, the same wow. flow from back then Stop and he it, killed sean. it back then <laughs> So he's like, nigga, you need to understand who the fuck you talking to. Shout out to Ludacris, man. It was like hair off the top, 
toupee, something, something, yeah. something. Like you would say the bar and then say the word that yeah. referenced that bar. I, I do exactly. remember that. Yeah. And like, because Ludacris was fire with that shit. Back oh, I was a huge Luda fan, bro. Huge oh. Luda fan. You know what Let's I mean? get and back for, to this shit, man. Um, but yeah, dude, shout out to Luda. Shout Another, out to Luda. We love y'all. One thing I did like that Kanye was mentioning, though, uh, saying he don't have no house and how all the things in society that people were priding themselves on was getting the nice car, getting the nice house, you know, having jewelry. Like he don't live by any of that. And I just this it speaks to his genius again. It's like I won't define myself by none of these material things. My home is when I speak to my daughter. That's when I feel home. My home you know, is when I could go to these places and people embrace me. That's when I feel home. And I just I just thought that was dope, man. I thought that was I, real dope. That's dope, but that's also easy for somebody to say who has all the security that they can have. I mean, he's been out without security, though. People seeing no, him No, no, no. When I say that, I mean, like, being able to afford everything oh, that oh, you Oh, financial want. security. Financial yeah, security. Right. Like, because, like, you know, for, like, for people like regular niggas, like that's not a reality that we can have, bro. Like, I like, gotta live somewhere. I gotta, I gotta be live. able to come back. Like, to I can't. Somewhere. I can't go to Paris right now and have the CEO Balenciaga pick me up and then make sure that I have underwear, bro. Like, right. I need to buy my own Hanes, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I get Word. it. Like, I think it's so. Here's the thing. I think it's dope for when you reach that point. Mm-hmm. If you could live like that and really truly enjoy the relationships that you have rather than the material stuff, I think that's when it's more important and that's where it's dope. But like for regular niggas, bro, that's just like that's a that's something to live. That's something that's a level that you want to reach, but that's right. not something that you can really practice on a day to day. On a day to day, yeah. You gotta live somewhere. But um, I I it, it's it it's yeah, because he made it to a level to where he can buy any house he wants. He's pretty much a billionaire at this point. He can buy any property he want, any car he wants. So it How makes sense that he doesn't define shit? himself. About it's the that. same way I feel about like streaming services. All these streaming services with all these options and choices, I don't want to use none of them. What do you mean? Like, so like I'd be on Netflix, right? You got so many different things you want to watch. Oh, you can never right, choose right. what you want to watch. Yeah, it's the yeah. same concept. It's too just, many just options. On a bigger scale. You, you have so many options that you don't even want to pick. Like there's a there's a there's a a psychological I forget what they call it like a theory of having so many options. It reduces your desire to and your decide. Yeah, yeah, because. I know I have all these things. So, uh, uh, what what mean what would make me want this one thing when I have all these things? Dude, it's it kills me on a daily basis when I be eating my dinner. I'm trying to find something to watch. I end up finishing my food way before I even pick something. Like it has to jump out at me, like to be like super crazy. But like it, yeah. it doesn't work out. Like, and I I can understand that um, from him in a second. Uh, the other thing. That I thought was hilarious is how he put Jay Z, Drake, Travis, All Kim right. in a text in a gr- message in a group it's, chat. In a group chat, it was like I'm worth more than anyone in this chat combined. I was wow. like, "Yo, this nigga's wildin'." That was a reach. Like, 
What did Jay like, have to do with that? I I, I was still kind of what questioning did Jay, that part. What the, nah, because I think so. I think this is um, when he was talking about sicko mode. Right, uh-huh. and he was like Travis oh, right, was on right. the song, mm-hmm. and then like he allowed Jay that was shit originally to go. on the song. Jay was originally on the song, and he was like, "Oh, I didn't." Know. And the thing is, though, Jay even told him was like, "I didn't know that y'all was having issues. Like, I didn't know that he was going to sit because I think he said something like, "I put you on a gilding," and you know what that really means, mm-hmm. like you know, put you on a house. t-shirt, I get yeah. you killed. Like that's just wild. Um, he had a whole lot of funny quotes. He told Lauren Hill, I am the leader. <laughs> and she was like, you are a leader. Right. Um, his barber name is Edward Nigger Hands. Yo. <laughs> he smoked weed. He said, this is my Joe Rogan moment. He hit the yeah. weed. You could tell he don't smoke. The way he was smoking it was like yeah, how someone smoke. would eat like a candy cane or something. Like it was just yeah. awkward. And it's funny too. Him and Jay have a really brotherly uh, relationship because even Nori was like, Yo, Hoft called me and told me, Don't let Ye come in there with that fucking mask on. <laughs> <laughs> that that fucking serial killer monster from yeah. I don't know where mask, bro. I yo, wish you would give that up. Like, yo, he called him and said, Yo, let him do that shit. And he and it's funny too because like, Ye, uh, Ye was like, Yo, when Jay do some Jay shit and I do some Ye shit, nobody say shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, Yo, that's just a that's perfect a way. Like, you know, to, to, you know, display how, like, brotherly they really are with each other and stuff. I hope, man. I hope. After hearing Jay on Donda, I really hope we get a Watch the Throne too, bro. That would be a dream come true. I feel like it's going to happen. Because, and here, there are some quotes in, there are some things about the relationship that he talked about. Um, The thing with the verses, like, he would never do a versus versus Jay because that's his boss. That's his boss. So it shows that there is some mutual respect there. Like, there Mm -hmm. is still some big brother, little brother energy. And, I mean, I just hope it comes to... I hope it and comes they, to fruition. And the fact that they fought over what songs to put on Watch the Throne, because he wanted Holy Grail. Now don't let now don't get me wrong. Holy Grail is a fire ass track. But on Watch the Throne, it doesn't fit. It would not. And not with that was Unless, Justin Timberlake too, now, right? Not yes. Now here's the thing now. If Kanye got his hands on Holy Grail and changed it, it might have been something different. Very true. He is known to rework whole like songs. It, like with him and Timberland on there, it might have been something different, and it might have been one of the craziest joints we've ever heard in our lives. I will say that. But Can you imagine he, the throwaways that 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 they didn't put on, like the beats that they had, and was like, nah, not that. Like the the, the sessions alone were probably iconic. Like, dude, and some that should have been songs, a documentary. They should have. And some of those songs that was on Watch the Throne, he said was going to be on his next album after My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So I'm like, you was in the mode at this point. Full you know what on. I'm saying? Him and Jay together is not not to be it's not, not, it's to, not be to be messed with. with. There's only few duos that that can come together and you be like, there's no way you stopping these niggas. I feel like Future and Drake is another one. Oh, yeah, there's... They shouldn't just do singles. They got to give me a project. Full projects, yeah. Because watch the... Th- I mean, uh, What a Time to Be Alive is still a banger. Like, oh I still bump that today. Okay, but here's one thing that I had to give pushback on that maybe I'm not informed enough to understand. When Kanye was saying that 50% of all Black deaths is through abortion. 
and he was saying number. you know i just feel like this was like a uh like uh i don't know some sort of propaganda term he, he was, was reaching for point. something he yeah. was reaching for something there. what he was saying was plan b was created to by the KKK, to, yeah, like control black population. Okay, like, but it was created for hoes not to have. <laughs> it was created for rape victims so that they wouldn't have to get through this. Like exactly. there are plenty of good Ex- reasons why Ex- Plan exactly. B existed. There's so, so like, much context around here. that, and he was saying that like blacks have abortions at a much higher rate. Why do you think that is? Like. A lot of blacks in this country live in poverty, so mm-hmm. it costs nothing to fuck somebody, but it costs a lot to have a baby. Yep. So if we know we live in poverty and we're scrambling for scraps and we're just still trying to feed the family we have, we can't bring another life into this right now. So it's like he's trying to fix the the he's trying to create a solution but not fix the problem. Like the answer right. is to bring up the black population to where they are well equipped to have these children and not feel like they don't have to have an abortion. Like and you, you are talking through it the wrong way. And that just, and that, he, that and irked the, me. And you know what the crazy part is? He gave that part later on. Cause when he said, like, when you look at the Jewish community and how right. they operate and everything, they vote like, in a block. We need to operate just the same way. A circular community where everything is taken care of by us, for us. And like for him to sit there and say that wild outlandish shit, but right. then give us the and then, gem that actually makes sense. <laughs> like it shows you like the, the duality of Kanye West in the interview. In his you know own I mean? mind, he's still not on one side or the other. He's just flopping on which side is going to either make his point or, you know, bring that idea to a close, but mm-hmm. it, it didn't make any sense. And I just like, that's not how it works or is not very logical at all. You know? And if another thing is the fact oh. that him and him and Drake actually had a conversation about the rumor that Drake fucked him. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye basically telling Drake, Drake was like, yo, I really didn't do it. And he was like, it doesn't matter if you did it. It's the fact that you allowed that rumor to fester with all of the energy that you were bringing. And I'm like, I feel like that is a crazy conversation to have. I was just going to say, how is that going to be like, hey, uh, yo, Drizzy, yo, did you did you fuck my wife? And then, like, you see like, having talk. this conversation. Like, and the thing is, I give them both a credit because I think they're the only two niggas that could have that conversation. I feel like they're you the really only gotta, two people. You really got to put your ego to the side to ask another man if he fucked your wife, bro. That's a hurtful and, idea and, and to that's even why, think. And that's why, like, them two have a certain level of respect for each other. That's why I think they go head to head at it so much. Because for you to have a conversation like that, you can't have that conversation with just any random person. Why would you street, even want right. to know? But the fact that you sat here, because then he's like, yo, because then because then he even told Drake, he's like, yo, this mad stuff you be saying in your bars that like, I know what you're saying in the conversation and mm-hmm. you revving me up. It's for me. It's for, but that's what I mean. Like he, he said this too. It's like, 
Drake don't beef like a regular nigga, man. And this is why I give Drizzy like props. Like this mm-hmm. is psychological warfare, bro. Like I'm gonna move a couple of blocks away from you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do sicko mode and say made a right, cut the light. Like so you know I'm on your street and I'm, I'm talking DM about all you. The women in your life. I'm going to fest with some stories. I'm going to say fuck, some punchlines. I'm going to fuck all your wife's friends. So anytime you hear you talk to your wife's friend and you know it's me, I'm close to your <laughs> wife enough to fuck all her friends. Like, that's some biological, psychological warfare, bro. This nigga don't beef like a, like a human being. It's like, professional rap, too. That's what he said. It's like professional <laughs> rap. Like, they really be going... At, I, I think they love each other so much that... Obviously, obviously, Drake's first tape was Kanye beats, Kanye yeah. flows. Like. Kanye, Kanye was the one who did um the video for um that big smash that he had in the beginning. Um, best I ever had. Best I ever had. That really? was a Kanye video. Kanye I don't think I ever seen that, that video. What? Oh, no, you need to go. When you go watch it and you see all the the women in that video, you're going to understand why it's a Kanye video. 100%. Oh, wow. 100%. Back then, that definitely was a Ye video back then. But, yeah, I mean, they Um, they, Drake is beefing on another level. But speaking of beef, did you see this? It it just came out recently. Uh, Kanye is standing with Jay Prince. And they call him trying to end it so that they can do it for Larry Hoover. Yeah. Okay, see, here's my thing about this, right? Getting Max B out of jail is something realistically possible that I can see happening. Getting Larry Hoover out of jail, and if people don't know, Larry Hoover is the leader of the, I believe it's the Gangster Disciples, the the, the notable Chicago Mm -hmm. gang. Mm -hmm. Like, Larry Hoover, you know, Max B got... I don't know what the sentence was, but it was enough for a lifetime. Like, you know, you can do that time in your lifetime. Larry Hoover got six life sentences in a federal court. Six life. So he got to die and come back six times before they will even consider letting that man free. Imagine they could track your reincarnations, bro. That shit would be nuts. Your soul is reborn, and then like, nah, you. As him, soon as so. you come out the womb, it's like, nah, you in here, bro. <laughs> We're gonna feed you your formula right out, right, right in here, bro. I feel like this is not—it's not a real thing. It's just something that Kanye can hold to to to, to keep that I don't political know. shit going. Yeah, to like be to be loved by. The GDs, maybe, or to he, he from he from Chicago, bro. So he knows niggas. I, I like he he knows niggas, right? He has an affinity to have a connection with these niggas. Cause he even said it too. The same thing when like he was dealing with this one dude who was doing masculine and they used to call him K Rock. They knew he wasn't no street nigga, but like he was so cool and he was such, he had such a personality. It was like, nah, we fuck with you still. Same thing with Beanie Siegel when he was sitting in baseline and he called him. Right. He called him easy. easy. So now he's trying to give him $15 million and like he has this connection with certain hood dudes that like he respects it so much because they embraced him. They embraced him more than the nerds embraced him at a certain point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He like, really nigga, brought the backpack all... and the hood 
to to rap. He merged that, and that opened the way for a lot. All and for the, him to all sit here and tell me that you made all them Rockefeller niggas wear throwbacks. It was you. Uh, That's insane. I know. I. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, but he did show love to Fab because Fab was on it heavy in New York too. So he that's was, what I mean. Yeah. That, that's why it's like, uh, ugh, uh, if you say it, then okay. But I mean, I don't, this is, there's that's a, a lot stretch. of things that he he used to cut hair to buy clothes right. and music equipment. A lot of hood hustles is like that, you know, selling stuff on the side. But he said he admitted he was bad at it. So I give him respect yeah. for that. Not not everything is like, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. But do you really think he's going to give Beanie 50 million and yes. 5% of you really think he's going to give Beanie yes. 50 million? Because he's taking because because of how he treats Dame. Yes. I he's believe loyal, it when dude. I see it, bro. He's, I believe I, he's, it when I see it. I think but, he's loyal, dude. Because here's the thing. What, Dame even said it himself that, like, yeah, he reached out to Kanye and Kanye never says no to him. Like, they have a relationship where, like, Dame is... Even... Ye, Ye said he's like, yo, I'm taking care of Dame for life. Ain't nobody can speak on our relationship because Dame did things for me that no one else would do. So for you to give him the name that made him a billionaire... Yeah, he's definitely going to give it to him. He definitely going to give it to him. I'll believe it when I see it, but what I do like is that he acknowledged it publicly. So now we'll like the public will be waiting for that to happen. Like Yeah. We'll be waiting for that. And 50 million plus 5% in Yeezy. Yeezy's only is if not a billion dollar brand. So 3 3 billion. 3 billion. So 5% is still a lot of millions too. Like like Beanie gonna be out here life. like a mogul off that. That's what I'm saying. Like he gonna That's this is gonna wow. That's like again, I'll believe that, it when I see that, it, man. The things that Hove used to complain about these state property niggas, mm-hmm. like Beans will be just able wanted to, to be soldiers. That. Yeah, right. Beans will be able to escape that. He got he could boss up serious. He could Seriously, start a label. Dude. He could start a charity. He could he could change he a lot of people's too, in the hood life. I think he's been going through some health issues as yeah, well and stuff yeah. like that. So like for Kanye to be like, nah, I'm gonna make sure he's taken care of. Like that's some dope shit, bro. Like because you know. And I think he ain't lying because even he said, he's like, yo, Tata used to sit here and give me this type of energy. Like, who the fuck is this nigga with his polo? Every time he get mad at Jay, he get mad. So I think, you know, like when it comes to people who who he's been around with, like he still loves Tata, obviously, because that's like a family thing, right? Like he's going to treat his family like family. Even, like he even said it about his dad. He's like, my dad asked me to give him water uh, to to try to give me paperwork mm-hmm. or a proposal. I was like, what the For fuck? Some, you're my dad. You're my dad. Yeah, <laughs> I respect it. I respect it wholeheartedly, especially when you got it and it's not like it's gonna break you he, to give it to somebody. Like, and he was like, dog, you can use the whole thing. I'm gonna make another billion. That's fine. Like all fuck? you ever had to do was nut. Was nut. <laughs> All you had to do was just bust that nut, and I am him. So that's some wild man. shit to say. Like that's it's, it's, it was so much in this interview, man. And and you know, last thing I wanted to touch on, just because we're probably gonna hit two hours here soon. But yeah. when um, Nori was doing uh, like picking one or the other, so mm-hmm. it 
he picked Cuddy over Travis because mm-hmm. he said Travis was just uh, ASAP Rocky ASAP. and me and yeah. Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. It was so many more. Timberland but... over Pharrell. Uh huh. But he he's Ghostface and... Kill over Raekwon. Wait, but he said he picked Timbaland over Pharrell because he's from Virginia, but they're, but they're both, both from, from Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> so I'm just like, all right. He didn't really have, and I don't understand how he could pick Pharrell because Pharrell was pretty much in Rockefeller too with Jay and and all of them bangers. Well, so was Timbaland too. Was Timbaland he like gave Pharrell? Him... Timbaland gave Jay a, a, a shit ton of bangers, too. He gave a lot of people bangers over there. He gave a lot of people. They both did. Now, when you think about it, now, here's the one thing I, I didn't like. The one thing I didn't like when it came to that producer shit. Mm-hmm. When he said that Just Blaze copied right, right. shit for the blue. I don't like. Listen, first of all, Just, me and Just Blaze got the same birthday. Shout out to Just Blaze. <laughs> I love that Capricorn nigga. Capricorn in the building. That's my birthday twin. I will always have love for that nigga because there's certain songs that he has produced that really has made an impact oh, on my, my life, right? Just Blaze with, with Cameron, with Dipset was a legacy, bro. Come Fuck on, New bro. York up. For Fuck you to New sit here York and talk up. about like this nigga copied, not, nah, I'm not believing that. Jay, Jay responds to that too. Monster. Yeah, he's like, yo, it's unfair for you to make that assessment. You can't say he copied you. There was a certain assignment we had to do, and you guys both did the he assignment. He knew the assignment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he knew it was another, I think it was Bink. Uh, Bink, it was, Bink right. it was Kanye. It was Just Blaze. I'm like, all of them. I, I what hate to the do. fact that he said he copied. I hate, like, um, yeah, honestly, like, when he reach. be talking his shit, I'm with him. But then when he be saying some dumb shit like that, yeah, yo, don't, right. don't disrespect Just Blaze. You just gotta bro. take it all with a grain of salt. And what, Cause, what, what? Because even what? Just Blaze responded. Right. He was like, that, I never got that energy from him. This nigga was hitting me up for Donda, just, but I couldn't yeah. get anything in the last, like, in the, and the fact that Just Blaze still made the effort to even give you something for your album, for you to sit here in this interview and say it's that fucked shit, up. It's fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah, fucked he up. ain't got, he, and just, just don't bother nobody. You never hear him out He's doing artists chilling, dirty. Bro. He be over in Japan DJing shows. Like, he don't bother nobody. That was so unwarranted. That was and, what 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 made it so more illogical is that if he copied you and then still went on to have an incredible career, Who's then ov- obviously he's he's you talented. Obviously he's 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 of this caliber. Like if he now if he copied you and then he never had a banger again or he struggled the whole rest, he's like, oh man, yeah, you could tell he copied you because he, he could never do it again. Two different two rap crews. Off his production alone. What we do? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Even though what we do is wrong. Are you we kidding still me? hustle when the sun come up? Yo. Yeah, 40 when the sun, the sun go, down. go down. It's a cold, it's a cold winter. winter. Yo. Y'all niggas better bundle, better bundle up. up. <laughs> no, it's not fair. It's not fair. That was Yo, that so whole, unwarranted. Like That whole like era of music for like five years when it was Rockefeller, bro. Just Blaze is the re like yo, Just nobody Blaze? knew who the fuck Kanye was. You ain't have no tags on your beats, but everybody know that Just Blaze tag. I feel like it's a little jealousy thing too, because he had the tag, it, it was recognizable. Be. Yo, uh fuck every time camera, yo, just put 
just turn me up so I can hear uh-huh. my shit. Like, yo, Ooh. every single you knew who was behind them boards, bro. Every uh, single time. It was and so egregious. You yourself, nobody wanted to call you out because you was the new nigga. Mm-hmm. Just Blaze was the one that was already established up in there. You was the new nigga. But now because you on top of here, you want to sit here. Nah, man. It was nah. so unwanted. Hey, yo, Just, if you listen to this right now, bro, let me get a beat, fam. Yo, man. Put put a, put a song on my voicemail, something, anything. Give me a snippet of something, man. But, I don't care yo. if it's a minute long. I'll go off on it right now, bro. <laughs> I loop that shit. <laughs> I don't care, man. Don't yeah, be disrespecting just Blaze, That was man. so that, that unwarranted. I just that nigga's a god-given talent, and we share the same birthday, so that's why I'm going hard, bro. Like I go hard for my brother. Dog. Just off care, the man. music alone, like you cannot say this man copied you, bro. You cannot. You don't. You you do you see this how much too? he's influenced further beyond you? Like, come on, man. Both come of on. you have an impact on on like producers nowadays that still last. Like, for you to sit here and be like, he copied? Nah, get the fuck out of here. Stop it, bro. Stop it. Shout out to Just Blaze, man. I love it. It's just that whole interview was chaos. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Hopefully, there's a part two, which which, which is what I'm hearing, because the way it ends, it kind of just cuts off mid-conversation. And you know Kanye could go for days just just off rip. But, man. He's like, I don't like Kim publicist. (laughs) I'm not fucking with her. (laughs) Yeah. You go and put out these rumors about me. Now I come in the house. Are you in the house? Like, (laughs) I get him on that. You're not about to talk shit and then be in my kitchen. Get the fuck out of here. No, I feel him about that. I feel him on that, yo. Nah, that interview was top. He said her assistant, too. He fucking hate everybody around him. Yeah. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, bro. Yo, Kanye need a podcast, bro. Just give that man an hour a week to just fucking vent, bro. Like, nah, I think that whether you love it or you hate it, the entertainment. I think that would he because he would be saying too much at that point. I think we can only handle it in like healthy doses. He already said Plan B is KKK, bro. He's heavily. He said he's still MAGA too. So I don't know what Jay was talking about. He getting ready to red hat. So. I think because he was like, I wanted to to show black people they could have a different opinion. I'm like, nigga, you could have just said it, and then we would have been like, ah, I bet. <laughs> no one said we can't have different opinions. Like, I don't know where that narrative is even coming from. Like, he fights a lot of battles that I think don't even exist. <laughs> Real talk, like, ooh, there's so because, many types of black people. I, I, I think <laughs> it's because like they've they've literally told him. He can't do certain things. They literally told him you can't think a certain way. Like, like, look, think about it. They told him he couldn't do music. He fucking did that shit. True. They told him he couldn't do shoes. He did that shit. They told him he couldn't do fashion. He did. He did that. that. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. He he definitely he said he was dealing with multiple lives of disloyalty. Like, so he's been living through these lives. And every one of these lives, he's been disloyal. So now in this life, he's just fucking like uncontrollable, like off rip, not that not taking nuts. any no I from anyone that ever. That's some deep shit. No, nah, I felt that shit when he said that. I was like, oh, my God. That's I was like, that's, that, that's why I don't want to talk to these niggas. Cause these niggas have been annoying me in these past. In lives. a whole like, nother lifetime, I'm dealing with disloyalty. So. Mm. Man, like I said, if you haven't checked that out, go check it out. We could go on for a whole 
five more hours on it, man. It was so yeah. entertaining. Shout out to Nori, shout out to EFN, the whole Drink Champs, Revolt, just, just shout wow. to John Legend. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> John, even John called strays. John was probably in the house with Chrissy just feeding the Chilling. babies and was just like, yeah. what, 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 what? What did Making I do? Some like, cookies and shit. And he's like, yo, what did I do? He's like, hey, yo, he working fact, on he his Christmas honest. album. But all right, this is the last thing we're gonna say that we're gonna get at it. I feel <laughs> him on his point though, because he was like, yo, Pusha T, he voted Democrat. And the, another funny joke, he was like, the Democrats got like ninety four percent of the black woman vote. You would have thought Drake was running, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> but he was like, Pusha T voted Democrat, but he ain't like go off on him in public. They talk right. in private. So he's like, yo. I, I help change your lives. Like, we are on a whole different relationship. You could have come talk to me instead of being a puppet for, for a bigger, for a bigger, for a bigger, like, I, I, know, I feel him on that. I feel him on that. I just didn't expect John Legend, though. I just, <laughs> I feel nah, like he but caught he, a stray, but, but I get the it. Reason, I feel like if he mentions you, it's because he really, like, the same thing with Talib. Like, if he mentioned you and he has it, it's because he really cares and loves for you. And you really did hurt him when you said those things. Disloyal shit. Yeah. He's dealing with them, this, that disloyalty, man, or whatever he perceives as disloyalty. That's just, but man, Kanye, true Gemini. True Gemini, classic out the gate, but Shit, we man, wrap it up a here. Good ass podcast. I'm gonna listen to this back just for the laughs, man. We laughed, we cried. It was we all good, man. Reminisced over good. old cartoons. Some of it wasn't good, but then the rest of it was good. That's life, man. Some good, some good things, some bad things, and do you get why just... I'm saying good? <laughs> It was all good just a week ago. Yeah. Just but a week ago. Oh, my just... God. Ugh, Cancel don't... festivals, man. We don't need that shit. <laughs> we don't need that shit. Though. I only want intimate venues with uh, 100 to 200 people max. But Yeah, that's all I need. We'll wrap it there. Episode 9, I Hate It Here podcast. It's your boy, Russ. And it's Kev, nigga. <laughs>